1: what else
2: you want to do? You want to just talk about religion too? Man, goddamn! Yes. 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 Absolutely. You know, great. No chaser. The podcast. So welcome to the, I don't know what you would call this, the broadcast, podcast, whatever. We're available on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. Now we're on Facebook. We're everywhere. We're everywhere that you want to be. So like, subscribe, share tell your friends, tell your co-workers, so on and so forth. Um, We need to introduce ourselves. You can see what our name is. My name is John. Uh, Rob,
0: go ahead and introduce yourself. What's going on, everyone? Rasheem. How y'all doing? Cage. Cage, what's up?
1: What's up, Neil? What's
3: going on, people? Shout out to all the educators going back to school, going back to work this
2: week. Very important, very important, all my educators, uh, first line, medical type people, please be careful out there. Do what you need to do. Um, I mean, we got to touch on a whole lot of stuff here, as always. I can't. We got to start out with, you know, the political aspect of things. We've had the Democratic Convention. What did y'all think about that? That was all last week. And we have the Republican Convention now. But we can start with the Democrats. They wheeled out everybody. There was Barack, Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, Michelle Obama. What did y'all think about all
1: that? Don't forget the Republicans that, that kind of showed up too. That's an important component. Is it? It is. It's an extremely important component. When was the last time that happened? All right, we, we talk, I
2: think that that is um, hypocritical in the extreme and a
0: travesty. But please continue. We were talking about y'all, What You thought about right, the I don't. I don't. I thought it was. I thought it was a very decent uh, convention. I think it was, I think it was a better platform. They shouldn't even go back to the old platform. That should be like the convention from here on out should be, uh, I don't know, Emmy award, Oscar award, uh, uh, uh American music award style from here on out. You got a couple of hosts, you running montages and videos. The roll call thing was dope. When they got to jump all over the country, that was dope. Um. And I don't think that the uh, the Republicans was a miscalculation. They did it early enough to get it out the way so that the Republicans can see, all right, maybe I will vote for Joe. And then then they try to bring it back to the center with more progressive stuff with, you know, Bernie and all of them. So I, I, I don't think it was a miscalculation. I think it was a good look.
3: I mean, you know, it is what it is. Everybody going to bring out their little song and dance, their bells and whistles. Democrats, Republicans, they're going to make everybody look good, make everybody look bad. It don't really mean nothing until November 3rd. That's the most important day for November 3rd. So. What do you mean it doesn't mean
1: anything? It absolutely means something. It's a lot of
3: No, I mean, everybody's going to say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. This side does this. You know, it's just a lot of slinging, whatever the case may be. So you're selling, you selling America your... You know what I'm going to do. How I'm gonna move this country? That don't mean nothing until after November 3rd. So yeah,
0: the, the representative, you, you you selling the representative? Is that what you're saying? Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, but I just no. Go ahead, Kelsey. My bad. Go ahead, brother. No, I'm just saying. Like I don't I don't get involved in you know in the like John said. Who you wheel out? Who you trying to get the people to back you with? November 3rd is the day that it's going to pop up. So after that, then I'm gonna see what's going on.
1: I think, I, don't know, I think you're minimizing the impact of what this event can do. At the end of the day, you have to have advocates and people who endorse you. And the more people who come out during this time frame, uh, the visual, literal endorsements of what your platform is. I think that's critically important. If you look at the Democratic National Convention and you look at the Republican National Convention, just post the invited guests who speak on both platforms, it's like... Apple's, it's like it's literally like dogs and dinosaurs. Like when you think about the differences of the the talent pool that they're that they're pulling from. You got Herschel Walker, you know what I mean. Jerry Falwell might have been on that list, but he's not on that no more because he had a little bit of an entanglement going on. Uh, but on the on the DNC side, you got some real some power players, and not just people with Democratic viewpoints. You got Republican viewpoints in there. Everybody is on this. This, this dude, 45, is really destroying the democracy of America. And that kind of came through loud and clear. The part that I'm kind of pissed off about, though, honestly, is I don't know if you guys saw this video about Ice Cube, but like there are people like him, like celebrities and other people who are putting out a lot of videos, in my opinion, that are unnecessary. I think it goes back to Rasheen's point last week around the day after strategy. At this point, we need unification. Whether you on the Green Party, the DNC Party, the RNC, whatever whatever your position is, you need a unified platform. If you with it, you with it. If you ain't, say you ain't with this. And this is what you. This is what you are with, and keep it moving. If you're just gonna attack one side of the event, that's the polar opposite of what you got in place right now. And you just make it. You just, you're talking to be talk to talk to, to hear yourself talk and make noise. And this it's it's disruptive, it's irresponsible, and not needed at this point in time.
2: Well, I mean, um, you will never see a Republican at the Green Party convention because we utterly disagree with all their platforms and ideals and things of that nature. So they would not have any place there. Uh, The contract with the Black America that Ice Cube was talking about, a lot of the things that he mentioned in that are already Green Party ideals and things that we speak about. So, Um, I mean, I thought that the Democratic convention was cute. It was interesting. They wheeled out everybody from Jimmy Carter's old ancient ass all the way down to uh, children whose parents died from COVID and, you know, state representatives from across every race, creed, sexual orientation, just a, a wide smorgasbord of all kinds of stuff that they were talking about. But one thing I didn't hear and I really was listening for it, Democrats really, really need black people. We, I think we can agree on that. Black people formed the, the base, the foundation of the Democratic electorate. And yet, nobody really discussed reparations. I find that really interesting during the convention. That said, I know why they didn't, because that's also partially why they brought the Republicans in, because they are not. They got you. That's why they wheeled Michelle out. That's why they wheeled Barack out. They already got the Black folks. They got the Black vote. They that's good. They're trying to get again, the white working class that works in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and so on and so forth. And that's why they got the um, former governor of Ohio, whatever that fool's name was some random other with him too, and just random other people to just come out and say, hey, Joe Biden is okay. Joe Biden will work with me. That's literally what their point was to just say, Joe Biden works with Republicans. And then all the Democrats are like, yes, that's what we want. And it's so interesting to me, like, that's, the, that's really what y'all want, that middle of the road, come over here to the middle kind of political outlook, and that's just the way
1: it is. That's Man. what y'all want. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, before, you, before you go to Iraq, I guess I got to ask, when, is, when am I going to see the Green Party's National Convention? When are you going to see it? It's already happened. So it, it's, it, you ain't going to see it. It's already happened. You can see the replays of it, if you like. Yeah, send me the link. I'll, I'll, I'll be curious to kind of see who, you know, what they what they spoke about and who spoke at their national convention. Good. I can do you one better. I will send you their platform and you can kind of compare and contrast no, no, no. what Green Party there. talks about. He no. no.
0: we'll asked about the platform. He, he asked about the convention. He asked the convention and who spoke there. Okay. Cool. I'm, I'm Green Party and I missed it. So send me the link too. I I, I missed it.
1: Um How many days was it? Was it like one day or was it like a couple hours or was it like a it
0: brunch? It was a brunch.
2: They, they it was a day. It was a few hours in one day.
0: Brunch. <laughs> That's what it was. Brunch entails food. I mean, I just, I joke, but my thing is, man. I mean, you for real, you're serious. I, I believe you, and I agree with you. Like it's, it's, it's milk toast. It's, it's gonna be soggy. It's. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I just think timing means everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if you're in. If, if you're in a a 12-round bout, however many rounds it takes for a boxing match, let's say it's 12. And then in the 12th round, you start swinging feverishly, you late. And that's how I feel everyone's coming out in the 12th round, talking yeah. about all this stuff that they want to see and what we want to have happen. and You need to fight for all this. Maybe the 11th, maybe even the 10th, maybe in the middle of the 10th round. But that's still late. It's like I I just haven't seen that swinging and that fighting at the start of the match. Mm-hmm. So so I'm just like knowing that now. Once all of this is out of the way, mm-hmm. then let's get heavy on. Uh, I mean, John, you know, you ran for you ran for public office, so you you know more than I know about you know what it takes to get. Get your, your, your platform out there, mm-hmm. go door-to-door, door, not get people to vote for you, you know that. I, 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 but I'm just saying, we, we have to do that outside of election season. That's all. I understand. I'm, saying, I'm saying years before election, election season. Okay. Well, here,
2: here's my point, and we've said this a million and one times, but basically, um, let's say that Biden gets elected. Um, the day after... November 4th or November 7th or whatever it is. November 4th. Um, then that's when everybody's going to be like, okay, now you're in office. Now you can do all the things. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you what he's going to say is, or what what the, I don't know, narrative is going to become, is that uh, we, we can't do that right now. We can't talk about them things right now because we got to get ready to hopefully re-elect President Biden in four years. or I take that back. We got to get everybody together for 2022 and get him some help
1: in the Congress and stuff like that. So you're missing the wave, wave, I think. You're missing the wave. There's so this is a I don't think you can look at the previous years, the previous elections, and say it's the exact same experience or anticipate you're going to have the same response.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: There's so much volatility in the world. You got a pandemic that shut the economy down, record unemployment. You have civil unrest. You have all of these different factors where before it was just about the economy for the most part. Um, that was the the thing that people kind of thought in taxes. The economy and taxes is kind of what people and you could put that in the same category. But that was probably what most people kind of considered when they were voting, and you could kind of vote along the lines. And you saw more idealistic representation. People that represented. Uh, what you stood for, that ran. This ain't that. This is whatever the America you believe in is running polar opposite campaigns. So you got to figure out which one you want to kind of be a part of. And if you want to throw in the Green Party, you got you got that as a third option. Uh, but if I'm being, I mean, we all, let's be real, they don't have a chance in hell of winning, the Green Party. I mean, it's, they just don't. So it's really, it boils down between 45 and Joe Biden, and which one do you think can help you have a better situation, a better experience in this place that we live unless you plan on getting the hell out?
0: Now, and I'm gonna say this, John, and then I'll I'll button it up. You let you take it wherever you want to take it. I am not saying the day after run up on Biden and say, Biden, do this for me, do that for me. That's not what I'm saying. Oh. I'm saying the day after run into the communities and find the people who don't rock with Democrats or Republicans because there are a bunch of them out there and they're not registered they're able right. to be registered. Like, how do you communicate something to them that hits them at the core to be like, I will rock with you. And then at that point in time, join your movement. How do you do that? We're going after people who've already committed themselves to other folks' movement. But there are a bunch of people out there who are like, nah, I don't, I'm not going with Democrats or Republicans. you got to convince me if you want me. So I'm saying the day after, we go after them. And then when we got them, then we say, This is what I need y'all to do because they ready to vote. And if they're like, no, we can't do it, then I know you talked about if you you can't run a Green Party candidate, if you, you know, act, ballot, access, all that stuff. I'm like, well, if that's the case, when whoever you want to put on a pedestal, you run them in a Democratic Party against everybody who said they wasn't going to do stuff for you. And you vote their behinds out with your people in. So what they'll be called Democrats, but they'll still be accomplishing your agenda. I don't see anything wrong with that.
2: Well, um, the data shows that third parties, whether they be the Green Party or the Libertarians, mainly appeal to people who weren't going to vote anyway. The vast majority of people don't vote, period. So most people don't vote. It's only a minority of people who do vote off the top. The right. Green Party and the Libertarian Party and various other third parties right. appeal right. to them people. Yeah. The people who are going to be voting are going to be voting Democratic or Republican. We ain't taking no Democratic voters. We bring in more people. We expand the electorate, if anything. That's number one. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. We've already been doing that. We've been doing that. That's what we do. The problem with this is it always is wait. It always becomes we can't do this now because we got this other stuff that we got to focus on. And we can go around and around the Mulberry Bush about this. Not
0: expanding. You're not expanding by enough people. If you've got enough people, they're not going to say, wait, I'm saying do the work and go get more people. Mm -hmm. And
2: doing the work entails getting media coverage, for example. It entails fundraising. It entails door knocking and various other different things. All of which is ballot access involved. If you are not on the ballot, it's very pointless to be going out and raising money. It just simply is, okay. and all the ballot access laws range differ from state to state. We are gonna bore people with all that. Oh, I I just, saying, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like you're providing a lot of critiques, and then you're providing a lot of excuses for why things can't happen for the party you support. When I look at the Lincoln, whatever the the Lincoln the Lincoln Project. Is, Lincoln Project, they came out of nowhere, mm. and. Unless that came again, out of nowhere they they're Republicans but
2: something that well done that rolled out the way that it did you think they, that came out of nowhere they, they, it did they not were,
1: exist last year
2: they, the organization very well funded and it's an organization it wasn't it was, very well those, those people it, didn't,
1: it, didn't, it didn't catch steam until this year
0: but they are established they are establishment Republicans who were fed up with um trump like George, George Conway one of the founders this, this dude sued Clinton, he was responsible for the impeachment of Clinton, like, so he was the lawyer that prosecuted that, that impeachment. Mm -hmm. Um, this other dude, Steve, whatever his name is, wrote a whole book talking about how the Republican party just ran off a cliff after Trump and Mm -hmm. he's partially the blame for that. So these are people who were establishment Republicans, Mm -hmm. they know how to do it. But as a unit against the Republican establishment that didn't exist. So
1: that is something that has come out of nowhere. And point again, of my point with this is they have to, they still are raising money. They mm-hmm. have become almost say, notorious, but more theme catching, eye popping. You're looking at them and they are making considerable waves. In my opinion, like it, it's definitely people I follow. I don't know anything or any, any, anyone of strong merit or social media presence that the green party has It's relatively small. The footprint is relatively small Mm -hmm. what if anything are you guys doing to look at something like the lincoln project and emulate like the blueprint is there on
2: earth would we want to emulate republicans
1: you're missing the point i'm not asking you you missing the point why would we want to do that keep doing you man great continue the The, the the green party should continue to function as they've been functioning that's the plan okay principle matters right absolutely I thought Wendy oh. did. you oh, U- can look at the
0: mentality. Can I add something since this is partially, po- well, this is politics. Can I give a partial politic and bleed into, you know, something else? Um, Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell junior Mm-hmm. Jerry Falwell Jr. People might not know who he is either. Jerry That's Falwell Jr. is the son of Jerry Falwell, um, evangelist, preacher. He was caught up in his own scandal. Um, he was in the family. I guess. Uh, so Jerry Falwell and his wife, Becky, uh, met a 20-year-old at uh, uh, La Fontaine Blue, I think that's what it's called, in Miami. And, uh, and the 20-year-old was pounding Becky with Jerry Falwell, in the co- according to Giancarlo, Giancarlo Granda, the 20-year-old. He's 28 now. But according to him, they would meet up all over the yeah. country. Even at their crib in, in Virginia, so that he can bone um, Becky while uh, Jerry would um, sit back in the corner, and
1: watch doing God knows what. Mm. It's, called, it's called the formal phrase is a cuckold. I don't know what it's called. It's a cuckold. 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 There you go, John.
0: I just thought it was, and, and, you know, I got to say this by default. I got to say this by default. Listen, every saint. Has has a past, oh. every sinner got a future. So this isn't mm-hmm. to this isn't to yeah you know, demonize him, but I think his show is
1: funny. Nah, uh, he could be demonized for the simple point of he is the CEO of the head of a school. Yes, where they have what they call as a moral code. I, I think it's like a moral code a moral, moral clause. Mm-hmm. And in that clause, it's very specific around anti-gay, anti-lesbian, anti-all the LBGT acronyms. Mm-hmm. And if he's, if he's supposed to be this this person who represents this, he's, he's a hypocrite for sure, at the very least. But then he came out and threw his wife under the bus. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on
2: a second. What exactly makes him a hypocrite? Because if Liberty
1: University is against the LBT... There's a- there's a portion in there around who you can have sex with. You can only have sex with somebody who is your lawful um, spouse who was born of a certain gender or sex, whatever it is. Got you. So,
2: according to the allegations, uh, Falwell was not engaged in the shenanigans. He was watching it. He was a witness to it, but he wasn't engaged in it. Is that correct? He
1: was a, he was a party to it. He was watching it. He was watching it. It's kind of like a, the person who didn't rob the bank but was a getaway driver. I see, but robbed the bank. Was just was in the car. Yeah, well, Or okay. even You was driving the car. I see. Because so, they actually, they were in business together. Like they gave this dude a job,
0: and he was trying to buy um, property, like real estate together.
1: Mm-hmm. They made him a manager. Like, a, can you imagine? Like the nepotism and that. The whole that part is really the part that kind of pissed me off the most. It's like this twenty year old literally got paid to bone this dude's old lady and put in the position of authority and manage like, things for them. Like, that's, that, that blows my mind. And you got other people who are literally probably qualified to do that same job. They didn't get it because they're not, they're not poking the, the other dude's old lady. That's crazy to me.
3: Man, I think so many people in this world got skeletons in their closet. I think it's all in how you handle it. Like, I'm sure there are millions of people on this world that's probably doing the same thing or even worse. Right now. It's just that if you either A, sloppy with it or B, whoever you're doing it with, decides, you know what? I've had enough of this. I'm going to blow the whistle. Right. And, and that's what it is. I mean, we could be disappointed in people. We could be shocked, appalled, whatever, but I'm sure there's millions and millions of people that got some skeletons in their closet. If that shit came out today, the world would look at them differently. So I'm not approving... Now, I'm getting it twisted. I'm not approving or you know condoning anybody's particular lifestyle but
0: to say that we're shocked eh, i'm not really i'm not really surprised i'd be interested in knowing i don't know it i'm not gonna bother to look it up but i'd be interested in knowing um how long he's been president of uh liberty i think it's been
1: like 2007 actually look it's either 2007 or maybe 2017 but it hasn't been a super long period of time
0: because they're saying this happened eight years ago and and they were saying it happened for a year so if there's a possibility that he came into presidency after it happened or while it was ending or maybe it wasn't happening anymore, I'm like, now they're holding that against him. Would they expect him to say on his job uh, uh, um, interview that he was having a, a, a faux threesome? Like, I don't know if that's something that's going to come out. So of course he's going to put that back in the closet keep it to himself. You would expect him to do the honorable thing. But now when he sees... I mean, presidents of universities are getting paid $200,000, $300,000, $400,000 a year. He ain't right. going, he's he, he not going to mess that money
2: up. And I believe oh. that Liberty is kind of part of his father's church network.
0: Yeah. His know? father founded Liberty. Right. Jerry you founded Liberty. Hey. I, I hear what you're saying there. I don't, I think, and even,
3: and even not to cut you off real quick, but think about it. Like back in the days, I mean, I'm not proud of you. But I'm Jamaican. Back in the days, they used to have this thing Jamaican called hedonism. You know how many people was you saying? They don't have they don't have hedonism no more. They still do. Well, I've been out of the loop for so long, but y'all get what I'm saying? Hedonism is a crazy situation. I'm sure how there was some CEOs and presidents of this and presidents of that down there.
1: So that's what I'm saying. This been going on forever. My thing is you missed a point, Neil. It's not, it's, not it's not even about whether or not those things exist. My point is, he is he is preaching and teaching something and condemning other people publicly. Right, I get you. I get you. He's a hypocrite. Yeah. I, I, I totally get you. you no, know I'm saying I get you. He's a hypocrite. I get what you're yeah. saying. Not even just a, I mean, you you're the worst kind. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Every, everybody everybody is a hypocrite when you think yeah.
0: about it. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Everybody. But but the point that Cage was bringing up that that when well, now you're publicly condemning other folks okay. for stuff you're However, think. in the
2: Bible, does it not speak expressly about, I'm not condoning this, I'm not saying that this is what I agree with, I'm just trying to say that if he is part of a Christian organization, institution, whatever you want to call it, and they consider themselves Bible-based, if it says in the Bible, this is what you cannot do, eating shellfish, boning men up to behind, Whatever it may be, you can't do it, and he's just going by that. Then, how is he necessarily?
0: I, I think the I think the Bible conversation is is very tricky to have mm-hmm. because when you start talking about what the Bible says, because we can make the Bible say whatever we want, the Bible to say, we we can make it say whatever we want it to say to justify anything, and and any things could be completely opposite. Like you're talking about things that you shouldn't do based on what the Bible says, but at the same time. The Bible shows, you know, Abraham having a wife and then getting Hagar pregnant. And it's in the Bible. And and then God blesses the seed of Hagar and the seed of Sarah. It's OK. So you can make the Bible say whatever. So I I just don't. That's a slippery slope right there. But what I'm saying,
2: Keltrick was like, he is a hypocrite. He is engaged in this kind of. Um whatever you want to call a sexual relationship blase skippy and at the same time condemning other people for their sexual no, lives the
1: parallel i would make is kind of like a, a cop who like a drug enforcement cop who sells drugs like this is, you shouldn't so 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 the thing the thing
0: like i said the thing that i think is different is cage is talking specific not about being a hypocrite whether the bible said to do something or not just that's not the issue i think he's saying is and i hate to you know, put words in your mouth that you are are, are preaching against something that you are doing How, is he off. having same sex is he having same gender sex no 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 that's not what we're talking about so what is he doing that he's preaching against what he is he's a party to adultery he is he's a willing participant in adultery mm-hmm. so if he's preaching against and he's a part of an institution that says and in the news showed the, the um the sections of their code that says you're pretty much only supposed to have sex with your, your your the partner you're married to your wife partner of the opposite sex that you're married to but the way the way it was put to me by by a preacher is that when, when you get in that game and you start preaching the smartest thing to do is not preach your sin there are a bunch of things you could preach about but don't preach a sin that you are actively engaged in because someone will be able to be like, here it is. Look at what you're doing. <laughs> Receipts. <laughs> right. It, it's, it, that's, what it, that's what it is. He, he could have talked about it. Like- Go ahead. I'm good. No, I mean, um,
2: this is why I'm not a preacher, because I would definitely feel like that's the main thing that you want to talk about. This is my sin. This is what I know the best of. This is what I've been through, but I'm not a preacher. I'm
0: not Jerry Falwell. So it is Actually, what you've been through is different than what you're currently doing. That's a that's a that's a difference.
1: Oh, but y'all head nods are hilarious. Neil be like, <laughs>
2: "I mean, is it what I've been? I mean, is what I've been through not what I'm currently doing? If you stopped it, no. Okay." <laughs> been a crackhead I mean is that against the law is that against the, if you had a drug problem you've been had a drug problem should you not speak about other people and their drug problems or whatever the case is I feel like nobody is more entitled to talk about that than the person that is currently
0: going through it and knows that in depth however I'm not a preacher when you going through it you can't help me get out of it because you still in it. now if you tell me you went in, you went through it and you got out of it then I can like, tell me what you did. Talk, to me about your experience. But if you currently, in, that means we just sitting in it together. You both don't do get nothing together. Right, don't do nothing for me. Well,
2: well, okay, well, you know, I mean, um, with Jerry Falwell, um, I know some people that have gone to Liberty or grew up in Lynchburg or whatever. It's my understanding that he's a bum. So, you know, it is what it is, he's out. I think he's already resigned and everything.
0: It's he crap. resigned. Re, re, he he reneged on his resign his resignation, and then he resigned again.
1: Okay, so I he's not he to leave absence. What so, you like an extended leave of absence. I don't know he out now. Oh, Okay. Speaking of people that's out, what y'all think about fragments? Is out of Megan the Stallion's foot.
3: And also, hold
1: up. Go ahead. I was going to ask about the, the the brother that got shot in the back seven times, but go ahead. Okay, let's talk about that because that's important. No, no, no,
2: we got to touch on that too because that's very important. Um, James, Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin. First of all, I didn't know there was black people in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I
0: didn't know there was a Kenosha, Wisconsin. I
2: feel like that was where, anyway, um, got shot in the back. He was trying to break up a fight. Um, He's going into his car. The police are trailing him. He reaches, he goes into his car head first, and right when he does that, the police is right behind him and shoot him seven times in the back. It's my understanding he's survived. Right now, they say he's paralyzed from the waist down. We don't know exactly what the whole circumstances are. Of course, Kenosha is now going up, uh, and everybody's all upset and pissed off again. And here we go once again with it. I mean, for me, it's uh, terrible. It's the same thing. Um, As I said earlier, and as I said previously, if you keep doing the same stuff and expecting a different result, that is the definition of madness. We're going to do the exact same thing in this situation that we did in the previous situations, and not much is going to change, but whatever.
1: I can't watch the video. Uh, I can't watch any of these videos anymore. Um, Yeah, I couldn't do it neither. My daughters would tell me about
3: it, like, Daddy, did you see the video? And as soon as they said... Man got shot. I was like, I ain't want to see it. I, I, yeah. Like I said, my I don't know, and it's not that I'm, I want to have a blind ear to it, but visually and for my soul, I can't see nothing like that no more, man. I I can't. I pray for his family. I pray for the brother. Part of me is like John, like I right, here come the fiddle again. What's going to happen? What's really going to happen to these cops? But you know, I, I try to have a positive outlook, but I think right now, man, with the George Floyd and everything that's happened and Breonna and everything that we've been through, I don't want to go through that sequence again. I think I'm, I'm I don't want to say I'm numb to it, but it like, it bothers my spirit. I don't want to hear nothing about that. And unfortunately, like John said, it's going to, it's going to continue to happen. You know, we got to try to find a solution for it. I'm optimistic. I'm like, I'm with the people. I'm with us, like let's find a solution, what's going to happen, but in the meantime in between time, I don't want to hear no more stories like that.
1: It was a a, uh, Latino brother too that got killed. They say he was held on the hot pavement for like seven minutes, um, later taken into custody and passed away in the the back of the scar car, Uh, but you keep hearing about these these people that are in police custody that that are dying, being murdered, I should say until there is a financial penalty that impacts the officers that are involved, I think we will continue to see these events occur. The qualified immunity is the obstacle. If we can ever address qualified immunity, I think we will get a totally different type of policing in America, um, with some severe different results. I think that is the umbrella that people operate under because these cops, at the, at the very worst, they may get arrested. At the very least they'll be on death duty for a couple of days a couple of weeks and then get back to the job um you know what
3: i i'm glad you said that Kendrick. and just take a 30 second time out because there was always this one issue i don't know if i ever brought it to you but i like your take on it when we hear those people that used to talk about quote unquote defund the police mm-hmm. what is your give and take does it make sense to you is it completely dumb to you? Do you see their rationale? Do you think it will really make a difference? What, what, what do you think when you hear people say, we should, you know, defund the police, hit them where it hurts?
1: Are you asking? Country, I was
3: looking right at you, my bad, Keltrick. <laughs> Keltrick, Rod, John, whoever, like that notion, how do you, when you hear that, do you think it will actually
0: make a some type of dent on what we go through or it's pointless? Hold on a second before we move on to that I, because we, we, I think we should answer that, but um, but I don't think we should hop off for this this brother Blake who got shot in the seven, seven times in the back that quickly. Um, okay, sure. because because even though a lot of us are sick and tired of watching the video, actually, I I, I don't want to watch the video as immediately as it comes out. Like the first time I see a little grayed out box, it's a sensitive uh, uh, images, click here to look on it. I'm not going to click on it the first couple of days. But then afterwards, I want to see it. And I feel like I need to see. It. That's a part of a fuel for me to either um, to either get involved with change or or um, steady my resolve to leave, to get up out of America. You know, I mean, I, I need to see those things because it's happening and I can't be like, I don't want to be a witness to it. I, because it, it happens all the time, I'm, I am somewhat desensitized to it. But even that's part of the trauma, being desensitized to that. No one should be okay with just seeing someone getting shot seven times in the back. You know? Like, I think that's something that that has to be addressed. It's something that has to be engaged. It's something that that we can't run from. If they continue to do it, we need to continue to say, I saw what you did. Not I heard what you did. Not someone told me what you did. This is my personal uh, 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 um, uh, position, John. I want to see it. I want to see them grab the T-shirt. I want to see... The multiple times that they could have stopped this dude before he even went to the car. I want to see all that because then I'm putting it together like these cops are trained. There's a video. I can't remember the name of the video, but there's a specific video that they show a lot of these cops across the country about a dude. Who pretty much kills. He kills a cop, shoots him in the head after a traffic stop. And like that's the video they're showing them to be like you don't want to be this.
1: You saw so, that dude. You saw that dude that was he was he trains officers. and He told he went through like a whole litany of things. Yes, yeah, I'm talking about. Yes, right.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and, and they got a bunch of videos. Mm-hmm. Even there was one video that they even showed us when I was when I was doing my my carry conceal training where they were showing the videos like all right, point your finger to the screen. I want you to I want you to act like you're shooting when when you see a gun. So guys reaching into the video, he pulls out a phone. People are shooting. He pulls out a brush. People are shooting. But see how easy it is to mistake a phone and a brush for a gun? And I'm sitting there, that's stupid. That's stupid. Because they're training them to kill when they think, oh, he going in the car. I don't know what he's going for. I want to see it. I want to talk about it frame by frame.
3: I mean, I'm not knocking your truth on that, Rod. Right? And I mean, for you, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's your point of view, and I definitely respect it. But I think, for me, I don't want to... You know what I'm saying? Like, this is straight, no chaser. I've never watched the whole George Floyd doing Like, it's been painted the picture in my head so much that for me to watch the whole thing, I, I couldn't do it. There's a lot of videos that I hear about and we may talk about on this show, or peers may talk about where, you know... It's painted in my head, so I could paint it, the picture, and understand and feel the pain. Like, like what you saying for you, I respect that. But for me, you could tell me a story, and I could feel it, based on what's going on. My soul right now, dog, for real, for real, I can't see another George Floyd or the brother just now or or any situation like that because it's been going on for so long. I think John used to say that it's been going on. Like if somebody could tell me, oh, somebody got pulled over on. Howard Shaw and got beat by cops. First thing I'm gonna think of is like Rodney King. What's the difference from that picture from years, of, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, I, I, I don't know. I get your point of view, but I can't see. Cause for me, when I see it, it becomes part of my soul. And I don't need
1: any more, I, 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 just for me, I can't handle that no more.
3: I, I can I hear you. it.
1: Say it again, Couch, my bad. you on the same wavelength with that. Like I, I don't have the gumption I, I don't have the the capacity to receive that kind of content in my spirit. Um, Rod, you you built differently than us. I'm built differently than y'all. Neil's built differently. John's built differently. I don't need to see that to motivate me to do something different. Because, again, that that I carry stuff. You're like y'all that know me, I, I I don't necessarily take on what other people are going through, but. I try to put myself in people's positions and say, well, I get it. I empathize. I sit like I care very deeply about the things that I invite into my circle. And if I invite that kind of content into my circle, then that's gonna be with me. It's gonna be on my mind or be on my heart for it's gonna be in my heart in a very different way than what it needs to be in my personal opinion for me to be healthy. Right. And so I think from a from a mental health standpoint, I don't need to watch anything. But the last one I saw. Again, was Alton Sterling, and I'll never forget watching this. Like watching people pass away is different. And then I, the part that really got me was this: the son saying, "I want my daddy," mm-hmm. and the way he was crying out for his father. I just that again. I still remember that like right now, intimately. I remember them being. I think it was in a church. And he was; they were just. The mother was just holding the son. And he was just belching out, "I want my daddy! I want my daddy!" And I know in my heart, he's never gonna see his dad again. I don't want to watch a man say, "I want my mama," and he dies out. I don't want to watch his brother in the car with his, going to get his four kids, and get shot in the back four times. Now I'm, I'm thankful he survived, but his life will forever be different. His children's lives will forever be different. Um, it's too many times that we've seen officers you know, shoot people in the presence of their kids. They have no regard for any of that kind of stuff. It is kill in their mind, at least what I'm I'm saying is kill or be killed. That's the mentality. And they're gonna shoot first, ask questions later, and sort out out the shit after the fact is over. Uh, They're actually probably upset that this dude is alive. They would prefer him probably to be dead.
2: Well, um, I think part of all of this is the system is broken. Uh, whether we watched it or heard it, it is still going to happen. It's going to happen. somebody's probably got killed today Somebody will be killed tomorrow uh, And on and on and on it will continue to happen if you are continuously doing the same thing then the same thing is going to continue to happen and uh, I, That's part of the reason why I feel the way that I do politically because the Democrats are just as much part of the problem as the Republicans on every single damn level and Uh, there will never be a time where individual officers are uh, held responsible financially because the unions are paying uh, elected officials and depend on their political support, and it's all part of the system. So once you recognize that there's a problem, if you do not actively try to fix that problem, you are part of the problem. And the Democrats are part of the damn problem. And I mean, that's all it is to it. So all of the, uh, I am I hear uh, people's frustrations. This has been going on for decades, centuries even. Uh, it will continue to go on because as long as Black people are like, we really don't want you to shoot us. And in response to that, you keep getting shot. Until something changes and you keep doing the same stuff, it's just going to keep on happening. So, you know, that that is what it is. Rest to... Uh, I'm, I am glad that this man has made it. Um, I'm sad that the next person may not make it. Breonna Taylor, she didn't make it. You know, the list goes on and on and on, and it will continue on in the past and into the future until we actively do something about it. And it's much more than just, you know, I voted every year or every two years, or every four years, and that's the extent of it. It's, it's just, It just is. So, you know, that's the way it goes. Um, It's sad, I think that we will have a flare up of violence and everybody's gonna be like, oh, we're so mad and pissed off. And then something else is gonna happen and everybody's going to divert and start paying attention to that and rinse repeat over and over and over and over and over again. Speaking of diversions, Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. So uh, Megan Thee Stallion, as everybody knows, was allegedly shot and or not, I shouldn't say she Megan Thee Stallion says she was absolutely shot, period. That's where we were before the show last week. Literally, when we wrapped up the show last week, she was on Instagram announcing who actually shot her. And she says Tory Lane shot. her. So black men have been castigated, drugged through the mud, told how bum, how bummish we are because everybody was making jokes and there was memes and this, that, and the third, and we're not protecting black women and etc, etc, etc. So now we know, Megan says Tory Lane shot her. I've got two real quick questions. The police came there that day, like immediately. They came there. They saw Megan Thee Stallion sitting on the ground, blood coming out of her foot.
0: They found Tory Lane's with a gun. Why wasn't he arrested? He was. He was arrested and he was charged with a felony that night. He was released on forty thousand dollars bail. Forty thousand bond. What was his charge? Do you do you, I don't know. I don't know what the charge is, but you asked why when he arrested? I'm just saying he was arrested.
1: It was our biggest possession of a gun. I mean yeah, it was illegal possession of a firearm.
0: Now now that's an easy hit. Now if she's not saying he shot me, then he can't be arrested for assault. But now that she's saying it, mm-hmm. they can they can determine whether or not they're gonna bring those charges. Mm-hmm. But he was arrested and um released. And why
2: do y'all feel like there was no charges? Do you think? Do you think? When nobody's a lawyer here.
0: We don't I, know. I'm, I'm going off of what you said. She from right. Houston. She was what? He from Houston. That's what you said. Oh, no, she is. He ain't from Houston. She's from Houston. Yeah, but you said she from Houston, so she not gonna rap. Well, I mean, that's, that's, I, that's already water under the bridge. She already said it. But that's why that's. He was arrested probably for the gun, but not for the assault. Right. He arrested for the assault. If the person who was assaulted doesn't say he assaulted me, he says she stepped on some glass. Right. The cops can't get there and be like, "I think he shot you." Mm-hmm. Now that she has said, "Tori
2: Lane shot me," a month later, whatever it is, right? Now can I mean that's that's still the uh what is it statute of limitations? I'm sure hasn't expired or
1: whatever. So right. now I mean, he can be charged, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have to probably do some more investigating at this point. At at the time of the crime, at the time at the time of the scene. There's probably enough effort, information, evidence. If she would have just said, hey, he did this, I assure you he would have been arrested in the moment. Mm-hmm. Right? Because there was a delay in her admission. And she only told us the IG. She didn't tell I don't know if she went to the police. We don't know if she went to the police and said, hey, this is the person that shot me. We just know she went to the internet and said, hey, Tory Lanez is the person that pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. If she actually went to the police, I'm quite sure they will, the DA will write up a warrant for mm-hmm. this dude's arrest. and He will be arrested.
0: I see. And, of course, you got to have physical evidence. Like, the prosecutor got to prosecute something they think they could, they could win on. So if you come in days, the weeks later, where's the slug? Where's the shell casing? Do they have any ballistics matching it to the, to the firearm? Like, that's stuff you would do immediately after if that's the investigation. You're trying to come at that sometime later. She probably messed up the investigation. I don't know. I'm just, you know. Wait a minute.
1: She definitely, she definitely complicated the investigation, but I was listening to, um, I saw Bon B put out something as a Houston native and kind of as a, as a whole oh, I saw that too. Yeah, and he was just saying the, the real conversation should really be around black women protecting black men, even in the midst of their own trauma. And what he was saying essentially is she probably said that it was a like a she wasn't shot by him to protect him, understanding the obstacles or the the you know what he may traverse in the in the music industry and it, it may have a negative impact on his career. So she was trying to protect him in that moment.
3: No, she he went a little bit deeper too. He was like based on all, you know, all the black men that have been dying, getting shot by police. Yeah. Like, you know, you get rolled up on in that particular moment. Oh, somebody a black male has a gun in the car. He just shot me. It could have been a whole different scenario. She basically was saying, she was basically saying Bum B was co-siding. She was scared for her life. You just get rolled up on in a particular area, four black people in a car, somebody got shot, there's a gun. We don't know how the police is gonna
1: act. So I mean I didn't I didn't listen to her. I just know that she said that he shot her. I listened, I saw Bun B and I just want to quote
2: one real quick point out. She said that when it all went down, she was scared. She didn't know what was going to happen. She didn't want to give the police any kind of reason to shoot her, shoot Tory Lane, shoot anybody. Didn't want to cooperate, period, point blank. That's fair. What about the next day? So the next day, you've got your foot wrapped up. You're safe. You were in the hospital. You were in your hotel, whatever the case might be. The police ain't there. You mean to tell me that you called up your lawyer, your, your manager, and you explained everything to them, and they told you not to cooperate with the police? that don't add up, that don't make sense.
3: I mean, and there's one other part to it, whether we want to touch base it or not, where we think it has any credence or makes sense. She might still, at that particular moment, was still looking out for him. Like, yo, if he go to jail right now, his career is over, whop, wop wop. I think that coincides a little bit with what Bun B was saying, that black women, despite even what their worst, they still looking out for us. Because like you said, we don't know why she didn't take nothing about Tory for this long. You know what I mean? Was she looking out for him as a person, for his career, she didn't want to see him in jail, whatever the situation may be, but I think she got frustrated, like Keltrick or Ra had said, when the memes started coming out, the jokes start coming out, people thinking it was a prank just for album sales, then she was just like, oh, word, and I think something she was saying where even some people on Tory's camp started making light of it, so she was just like, oh, word, this is what we going to do? Let me put
0: everything out on the table right now, so... Yeah. And I can imagine, I can, and I, I don't know, but I can imagine that Tori ain't even say nothing to her. Like, you shot me. You letting all this stuff go crazy. And at the very least, you can't hit me up and be like, mom, sorry, all oh, this, my bad. I didn't, you know, I didn't know it was going to take off like this. So I was acting in a pocket. Uh, I can imagine she may have been fed up with the fact that that dude didn't come around and try to console her. Not one bit. And he the one who shot her. You know, like I said it when, when it went down. She was shot and nobody cared. Nobody cared. Everyone wanted to crack jokes. And to the point that you just brought up, John, about, you know, call the lawyer, call the manager, and, and they telling you to to clean it up, don't say nothing. She's a proud of the people. First off, stranger things have happened in the music industry. Worse things have happened in the mu- music industry. And the people who were who are responsible for protecting the paycheck did not tell them to go to the authorities so this ain't nothing new so i could see that she could hit them up and they'd be like keep that to yourself we don't want to mess anything up you got to have them coming Da-da-da-da. i could see that happen WAP is about to drop you don't want to mess that up i can see it happening
1: yeah Jeez. but again i think i think it goes to I'm, I'm, i don't want to i want to make sure that we. I'm not, we shouldn't be victim blaming her. I mean, she's, she clearly is the, the person on the receiving end of being shot yeah. by a dude that she allegedly was in a relationship with. And I, I'm, it's domestic violence at the end of the day. Like it's clearly a domestic violence situation. I've never been in that Um, as an adult. Um, So I, I don't know how I would behave or act if I was on the receiving end of that, but even got, for, you, it wouldn't happen. But on the other side of that too, you just, it's hard to just say what you would or should or would do, would have done, could have done, should have done, without you being in that position. We don't know what it's like. I'm not comparing her to Michael Jordan at all, but he spoke about, you know, being like Mike for a day, like man, do it for a year, do it for your life, and see what see how you feel about being Michael Jordan at that point. And, and she's Megan Thee Like I, again, I'm not a fan per se. I'm not a fan at all, but I can only imagine, you know, what the the criticism, the, the awareness, all of that attention she may receive on that on the flip side. So I, I can understand why she would be quiet about it and why you even lie about it in the beginning.
2: Um, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to. I think that we're going to hear an, uh, another wrinkle in it that somehow makes it make sense. I don't know how it's going to happen or who it's going to come from, but um, something ain't adding up and it really is bothersome how quickly, and this is black people that's doing it, have fallen into this you know, black men don't protect black women. And here is an example that is just part of it. Tory Lane's don't speak for all of us. Tory Lane's activities and behavior don't, can, are not the same as what everybody else would do, just as the woman that uh, ran over her cheating man with a car in Virginia Beach. And as he's bleeding in the parking lot, beat him over the head with the damn bumper of the car. That's not something that all women gonna do. You can't put her negative behavior and generalize it for everybody, just like you can't generalize Tory Lane's behavior. But we do that all the time
0: because that's just kind of what the internet does. Yeah, but that don't bother me because only a hit cat will holler. Mm. If they talking about how black men don't protect women, I don't get in my
1: feelings. Yeah. They talking about they you. talking about me? Yes, they are no <laughs> no i think it, i think again I, I think it's um people speak in generalities that's what they do and you know that's what most people do last week he was talking about all the the voters and roshin was like no the voters you speak with in maryland you know just to be more specific i think if women are being specific they would they wouldn't say that they might say you john but not everybody else would on the call on our thing you know Protect black. They, they would say we, the three of us protect black women. John, then you may have a little question mark on your joint. However, we're not involved in that conversation. And I think I think there may be instances in which we show up less than desirable to protect black women. But I, I don't think we're part of the problem at all.
2: I think that if we had a woman on our panel right now, she would disagree, and she would say that not you ain't gonna put all black like all black men, all of them. All black men are trash. They talk about everybody. If you are straight and you are a male, they talking about you. That's, they mad about the, I'm just, I, we don't have a woman here. I'm just merely saying, so yes, hit dogs will holler. If it, they, that's what everybody says. That's you, what, think, you, uh, think, you
1: think Rasheem and I, you think Rasheem's wife and my wife think that we're, we don't protect black women?
2: I don't. Quite, I cannot speak for either one of your wives. You
0: said women to say that
1: they're women. I mean, but,
0: but I think he's he's thinking of a specific or a specific type of women. Do I think that your wives I think are he's saying,
2: saying all women say that? I'm saying that the vast majority of the internet people that's going to be watching this show. So you all this out here right now, and email us, tell us what you think. Um, is it just some black men, or is it all black men, is trash? Y'all can tell us and, and, and let us know. Let them know, because I'm on the internet all the time. I already know. They don't know. That's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll pick this up next week. So you don't want that response, John. You don't want that response. Oh, I know what the response is going to be. I know what the response is going to be. Y'all ain't nothing. Y'all trash. Black men are trash. And the reason that they say that is because of situations like this, where it's like this negative behavior of this individual is emblematic and symbolic of the same type of stuff that we get all the time. Everybody takes part in it. We hear this all the time, how every last one of us knows a woman that has been sexually assaulted. Who's doing all the sexual assaults? It's us. And we will swear up and down, I don't know nobody that's doing that. Well, all the women getting sexually assaulted we don't know nobody who's doing it. Somebody is clearly uh, wrong here. And to the women, it's us. They're saying, it's you, all of you. Even if you're not specifically individually doing it because you know it's happening, because you've seen it, you've witnessed it, you know your homeboy's doing it, or your uncle or whomever, you part of the problem. I'm just telling you how they feel. Thank you,
0: oh, great woman whisperer.
2: Thank Yes. I, I like that. I'm going to change my name to that. That that, that would be The Woman
0: Whisperer Oh Great Woman Whisperer
2: Right now boy Right now Well You know You serious Right now (laughs) So (laughs) um, On that note We've we've covered the the Megan and the um, Tory Lanez things. I want to just be very, very serious. I think it's terrible what's happened to Megan. I think if Tory Lanez did all of the things that he's alleged to have done, it blows my mind. It does not make logical sense that he has not been held. Um, Yes, I understand that he got charged, he got arrested. But he's free right now. He's somewhere doing whatever he's doing it just doesn't make sense but we're going to hear all about
0: that as time goes you on i'm sure have to build a case mm-hmm. that's what they do they got to build a case got to build a case if he's going to be arrested they're going to build the case first and then arrest him that's all i'm saying
1: okay yeah. true, true. At, the charges at this point now it's an additional charge they have to, they have to investigate the new charge the allegation to see if it warrants a charge and when when and if that does occur uh i'm gonna go ahead and lean on the side of the He'll be, be held accountable. Right. Because if she' going live
0: saying that he did it, mm-hmm.
1: trust him. We got it. to hear
0: from him. He's going to say something sooner or later. She, no, she's going to hear from the cops. How are you going to tell the world that he did it and not tell us? Did he do it? If he did it, he did it in our jurisdiction. We need to go. Not,
1: I hope they're going to call her.
0: They, I think she got to call them. They will reach out to
2: her too. I think they would. Tory Lanez has to say something. He has he to say, say something. Nothing. They will. No, he won't because his because lo- his lawyer is like you shut up. Yeah. Well, we are gonna find out. We'll
0: all be here next week to discuss all of the above and any other thing. Two weeks. You only got two things you can say. Yes, I did it. You incriminate yourself, or no, I didn't. You're lying, which means it's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah. The third thing. Lying, i What's the third the thing.
2: Fifth. I plead the fifth. Mm. Or here's a fourth thing. She accidentally shot herself, and I've been protecting her. Go
0: to the next topic.
2: Next topic. <laughs> it's time for the relationship segment of the show. So this is um, clearly a favorite of the audience, and, and that's good. I have a, a little scenario that I want to kind of get y'all's feedback on. A real that, scenario. A little scenario, real is it, quick. Is it real? Um, it's real. I've gotten permission from the at least one of the parties involved, and I'm going to try to remove all identifying characteristics. So don't read into this. Don't ask me who this is but this is this is a real situation. So, man and woman meet online, all right? Yeah. They have known each other let's say for a few months. They're talking, all right? DMs, you know, uh texts and stuff like that. Have never physically met cuz COVID and Blah, blah, blah. He lives in one city. She lives in another. It's not like a cross country kind of thing, but it's a it's a little bit of a road trip to see one another. So they haven't gotten that together just yet. They haven't done no FaceTime and they haven't done none of that. But they are really getting to know one another via DMs, inboxing, and they're doing a lot of this type of written communication. So, like I said, they've known each other for a few months now. They've been talking and now that things is kind of opening up a little bit. Are they talking, talking on the phone? Oh, no, no, no. They, like, they just, well, I mean, they talk on the phone occasionally. Let's say 75, 25, 75% DMs and texts, 25% phone calls. It's been going on for a few months. And now we're to the point where they got ready to like see each other. Like they was, he was going to come down to her city and they was going to actually go out and go on a date and everything. Now, again, this would be the first time that they have physically met. Okay, so the idea was that he was going to come down, get a hotel room. They was going to go out to eat, you know, make a weekend of it. But it wasn't like they was going to immediately fall into bed and do all that other good stuff. It was a date, Let's say that. Well, the day uh, so they made them kind of plans. And as time kind of got a little bit closer to when he was supposed to be doing this, he told her that he wasn't quite ready for it. He wanted her to slow down, pump the brakes um, because he felt like he wasn't in a position to really do the stuff that he was kind of telling her he wanted to do as in pay for the hotel room, pay for the trip down there, pay for the food, pay for the dates. He wasn't quite there yet. So he wanted to just wait, let him get situated and straight a little bit. And he wasn't saying that he doesn't like her or whatever, but he just wanted to, you know, kind of pump the brakes. So she came to me and was like, you know, what does this mean exactly? Because they've been talking and chopping it up for months here now. Okay, two or three months. And all this time, he'd been talking about one day meeting and they even made plans to meet. And then as it gets closer and closer and closer to it, now he decides to pull back, slow down. And she's just wondering, like, is this game? What, what, what kind of game is he playing? Or is it a game? And really how to feel now, because she feels some kind of way like she's been looking forward to this. She's feeling a little disappointed. So I wanted to get some, you know, disinterested third party feedback for these people on the Internet. What do you all think about this? so what's her does she have the a question is the question is should she continue with the typing and the texting and the dming and you know continue what they is were he still running doing running game is he running game is he running a game in other words she's like we was building up to see each other and then right when it was time to see each other he falls back so and he's the one that said let's do this so it's not like she was forcing his hand or whatever whatever he made the plans he told her hey i'm going to do this i'm going to do that And then when it's time to actually do it, he says, oops, I got to, you know, fall back a little bit. You fall back a little bit. Let's refocus and, you know, get to know each other, continue doing what we've been doing. And she's like, we've been doing this for months. I'm ready to actually see you, see what our energy is like, see where this is going. You know what I'm saying? So basically she's like, should I just chill? Should I continue doing what we've been doing? Should I be upset that things have gone the way that they've gone? Because he's being honest. He's telling her that he's not capable of doing financially what he said he was going to do, and he's got to get his money right, period. So, I mean, that's not a negative. So how should she respond to this situation is the question. Anybody, nobody. I'll tell you what I think. I got (laughs) it. So, I mean, personally, I feel like she needs to chill. He told her clearly, you know, we got to just pump your brakes. Let's keep doing what we've been doing. I'm trying to get things together when I'm straightened together, then I'll put it back together and we can go do, you know, the weekend and have all that wonderful, good fun. But right now I've got to do what I got to do. And that's unfortunately not part of the plan. So I know I said this then stuff has changed. Something's happened. So now I got to, you know, get my stuff together and approach you in a different way a little bit later, but we can still continue getting to know one another. I'm still interested, blah, blah, blah. So I think she just needs to chill. Believe him, believe what he says, and keep going, keep doing what you've been doing. Go ahead, Neil. (laughs) This is your lane, go ahead.
3: What's the name of the show again, dog? Drake No Chaser. Man, he was bull. He was bullshitting you from day one. You was just like COVID time. You was quarantine time. I'm going to play the fiddle. I'm going to tell you all the nice things you want to hear. I'm going to tell you all that will make you feel good. How do they live? Do they, do they live in the same area? I mean, they live in two different
2: cities. So let's say that.
3: Oh, I, I, I was I was talking shit in your ear all day long just to make you feel good. Use my temporary quarantine time. But now that you really do want to see me, oh, shit. Um, I ain't got it right now. Um, My car ain't working. I need some tires. Or oh, man, let that shit go. Let that go, let it go, let it go. Just let it go. What what Teddy Pendergrass said, another love TKO. Hmm. Now, I will be nice. I will be nice because I'm growing. I'm maturing. Let's say it was real. Let's say it was real. Mm -hmm. COVID has affected people in different ways. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he might have had a job when they first met. We all know we've discussed it. A lot of people getting unemployed. Mm-hmm. Family members could have gotten sick. A whole a whole multitude of stuff could have popped off. So he's like, "Ah, right, yeah, I said I want to do this X, Y, and Z a couple of months when we first met, and I was able to do it at that time. But now this has happened. But, but mm-hmm. did he come honestly and tell her? Did he tell her like the reason why he couldn't do it? Um, from
2: what I understand, he led with slow down, pump the brakes. And oh, never mind. I- forget all the COVID stuff. You were just quarantine time next damn yeah, yeah. she had to build and kind of pull it out of him as to why he was kind of not excited about getting together or whatever and then he had to come with the i'm not together and, and okay let's make this clear she's very together she's got her career and business and houses and blah 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 and he is not on that level just yet oh so, that's why he was gaming your ass that's
3: all I I was telling you stuff to make you feel it was sounding good. In my opinion, I know we got two brothers that had their own point of view. But yeah, you was quarantine time, Shorty.
1: Damn. Quarantine time. That's a new one. This chick sounds very this woman sounds very desperate. Um, What? Damn. Really? Listen, she never met met this guy before. (laughs) um, Wait a minute. When I say meet,
2: they've met online, but they have known of each other, so they've been talking or whatever. But right. they haven't met physically. You've proven this point more and more, John.
1: All right? I got that. I got that. I'll follow that part of the story. If I get the part of the story wrong, let me know. She <laughs> sounds very desperate from a standpoint of she's never met this dude, but yet she's going to put herself in a position I got that they built enough to and from her perspective, but she wants to go do a trip with this dude during the pandemic, who she's he never met. Coming to her city. That was the plan. But they were going to go to a hotel,
2: right? He was going to come to the city. He was going to get a hotel. But they planned on having, you know, outings and whatnot. In other words, he would not go come to her crib and sleep. Okay. And, you
1: know, that kind of thing. I take, I retract my comment about her being desperate. I do think that she, she sounds a little lonely and she wants a companion. And it sounds like she's a little bummed out that he is backing out of the situation. I don't, clearly she doesn't really know him that well because she had to pry out of him the reasons or additional reasons why he is saying, you know what, let's slow down a little bit. Straight No Chaser, I think she she really needs, to, I mean, I don't know how this woman looks, what her appearance is like, um, but she may have all of the, the accolades, but well no, she just may not be this dude's cup of tea to Neil's point. I mean, I, I actually I wasn't really on Neil's, you know, page at that point, but I, I think he may have some other points in terms of she might have just been being gamed a little bit, good conversation. Um, but I think it's uh <laughs> yeah, it's kinda it's kinda unless listen, I I've been in the position where I've never I ha- I didn't have any money, but it wasn't a reason for me not to see somebody. I would just be like, I don't have any money. You know what I mean? And then we would figure out how to make it happen. Like you can, you can still do a date without money. You could Google that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What to do if you don't have money? I mean, he could, he could send her a, a telegram. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I'm just making up. Right. You can know, do plenty of things if you don't have money. And so that's not really a real, a reasonable excuse. He can say, "I can stay at your house. I can sleep in my car." Like there's plenty of things this dude can do. <laughs> can see. That's real. Real talk. She, yeah, right. You know, she uh she kind of planned herself a little bit by even asking this question, she just let it ride.
0: Wow. So now that y'all have gotten all of that out, um John, tell her I said this. If she doesn't listen to the show, tell her I said this. Okay. She's ignoring the obvious. The obvious to me is whether he has the money or not, isn't the issue. The problem is he doesn't have the freedom to do it. He doesn't have the freedom to do it because he got a lady. Oh, Lord. She don't know how nice he is with hiding his lady. And he can't tell his lady in the middle of a pandemic that I'm about to go to a completely different city for a weekend without you. And then he can't be in that city for a whole weekend and not be on the phone and communicating with his lady because the expectation is we got to be in touch with each other. So he's been able to sneak phone calls. He's been able to sneak DMs. He's been able to do all that stuff. But he don't got the type of lady that's going to be like, all right, enjoy yourself for the weekend. Have fun. I'll see you when you get back. So that's why it's at the last minute. He can play all of this because it's cute. But when it's time to do it, to to Cage's point, money is not the issue. Like if like you can find money, you can find money for a bus, a, a train, cheap plane. I just saw Southwest just sent out thirty nine dollar one way tickets to the email today. Like you can you can get to the the city you need to get to. You can get go on hotwire, get you a cheap hotel room. Like money ain't the issue. He don't have the freedom to do it because she don't know he got a lady, and that's why she need to cut it. Damn, so I, three, out of four, sure. three out of four
2: says cut it, that's it for different reasons. For different reasons, but
1: actually, you think. know what, Rob? I think it's a combination of what I'm saying and what you, I think all three of us, it could be a, a, a hosh posh of all three of these events. But the the, the, the end result is she to shoot, chuck this dude, the deuces, and keep it moving. Mm. Well, I mean, there you I mean, have it. That's the straight, no chaser answer. That's, almost, that's, that's virtually unanimous. So we've never had that before. So a young lady, a, a, a ma'am, um, listen to this.
2: You- <laughs> it's three out to four. Because I personally, I would say he said that I, I don't have it right now. And just keep on doing what he's been doing. To, to refute, I will say like this. From what she's told me, and I don't know the ins and the outs and all this other good stuff. I don't think that there's another woman involved simply because... She calls him, you know, at various times, the the times just seem to be, there's no, like, he only talks to her between, you know, 7 and 10 kind of thing. It's all day long. They're doing their thing. That said, you know, one does have to be careful. Game does get run sometimes. And I was of the opinion, if you really want to see this dude, just to say,
1: well, I'm going to come up there. So you take all the excuses out of it. You'd be like, no, don't do it. Again, that that would be desperate, in my opinion. Like that's, I think she has to. Sometimes you got to give a dude and a woman, both people need room to breathe. And if you too pushy, like you just you press to see this person. I get it. People, people are lonely, man. COVID has made people do bizarre things. It's been a bizarre time. But I, I still think there's a level of decorum, a personal, like pride, where you just don't be like, man, I gotta see a guy. You know you. You sound you sound real you sound real desperate, and I, I just you know I, I want you to kind of like your pride and dignity at the end of the day. And if a dude say I need to pause, respect that. No different than if a woman tells us we they need to pause, we will respect that. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, so take that as word. Continue doing well, what you've been doing. You need to chug the deuces because what you said was he said we're rushing things, and then she pressed him on some reasons why because she's like no 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 no. I'm good. Come on. And so then he said it's a financial issue. So he's creating or he's evolving his story. So I can get where Rowan's going. I can get where Neil is going. I definitely feel what I'm saying is on point, too. She so need to chuck this dude the two hollow tips. I'm out. Let it go. Damn.
2: Well, there you go. <laughs> Three out of four say that I'm going. She will see this and we will get the update. At a later date.
1: I want another I want another update too. The chick with the file of resigna order. Do I don't have, have an update. That thing just
0: <laughs> <laughs> you always say asking for an update.
3: I mean, it's been a week. If you're still funky after a week, god damn. Oh. Man. Ooh. I don't
1: got All no bad. update for you. All bad. All bad. We hold the list updates, by the way. I just I gotta put that out there. So if y'all come to us for some advice, after we provide this advice? We want to hear what you did with the advice that's right. a good point right right that's a good point
3: change your soap your deodorant yes you know check the ph balance you know it's important different type of condoms you know like whatever
2: no condoms at all whatever it may be you do got you, to do what you got to do they should go meet to meet with steaky cooch i did not say that's what i think i said that that
3: Oh,
2: my
1: God. On the health and hygiene. Can you imagine me to meet with Steaky Cooch and Funky Balls?
3: Oh, doing COVID on the hottest summer? Y'all are wild. Y'all are wild. Y'all are out. It's going to smell like Blue Plains over in Southeast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Well, on that note, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Oh, here's a good time. Straight no chase of the podcast. We're on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Facebook, everywhere that podcasts are. So, like us, subscribe. I don't
1: know
2: how you don't. I I don't know how you mess this up every week. How? What are you talking about? You be like, where you can find us at? You be like, uh, Anchor. You on Sesame Street? (laughs) Right. Seaton Place. <laughs> All of that. Oh, we'
3: being found. Five second time out. I love you. World you didn't know. John, happy, belated.
2: I love you, boy. Yes. Back. Appreciate Back. it. Forty-four years old. Did not think that I was gonna make it this far, but here I am. Hopefully, we're gonna do this again next year. Yes, sir. Um, so what's up, man? Y'all got some more uh relationshipy type stuff, or what's the deal? Because it's been Neil, you had something.
3: Oh uh, well You're yeah, yeah. Well, just just real brief it was nothing crazy but you know like i hear a lot of people well a lot of sisters talk about what are some relationship killers like they think that they meet a lot of men who might be insecure or, or a lot of men that look on their ig posts and they see they got a lot of followings from men like and they want to know can you rebound from that and i'm like for me personally anyway we'll just do this real brief i'll just take one I Idea. I don't think you can bounce back from a relationship if your if your mate is insecure. How do you cure insecurity? Like if everywhere I go or everywhere your mate is going, you're you're questioning their movements, who they talking to, why they're at this particular event for so long. How do you? Let me pose a question real quick. Do you think you can bounce back from an insecure mate? Can your relationship survive somebody who's insecure? No.
0: And that's. That was my thing bro I got that look on your face no i yeah I, I agree i don't think you really can bounce back from insecurity but i don't think it's fair to always place that insecurity on the mate um i've had plenty of conversations with, with with women who've talked about their insecure boyfriends fiancés and husbands plenty of conversations and and i will always press them do they got any reason to be insecure Mm-hmm. No, ain't nothing ever happened, and I ain't never do nothing, and, and I keep pressing, I keep pressing, I keep pressing. Come to find out there's this one time something happened with someone else. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. since then, trust went out the window, and then he became insecure. So I'm like, eh? Like, chicken or egg? Like, what came first? Was he insecure when you got in a relationship? Because if you didn't see those red flags and you still got with of them, then you picked them. That's yours. How did you get in a relationship with someone who was that insecure and you didn't see those red flags? Then you rushed it or you picked them not giving a damn. So that's on or, you. Or you also Wait, have- that's, that's That's one part. The other part is he got with you. You might have did something and thought you could rebound from it. He made you believe you could rebound from it, but he couldn't let it go. And now... Every time you see you with somebody,
1: you think you win. Them. And that's what I was going to say. What you saying, Kelton? Go ahead. I mean, based on your question, the answer is no. Men, in my opinion, operate from ego in general. I'm just speaking very generally. Men operate from ego. If a woman does anything to bruise that ego. I think that can help create some of that insecurity that your person may be talking about or asking you about. I think women, again, they, I think all of us have ego, women in, this, in a similar regard. But to Ross' point, there are things that we do that can lead someone to become insecure, either we like knowingly that we do or unbeknownst to us of them that, uh, that they may find out. So for example, some people just naturally flirt. They don't mean anything about it it's unintentional, it's just what they do um, in conversation. And some people can be like, well, that's just what my man, that's what my woman does, and they're they, they not bothered by it. Other people be like, man, what, the, what, the, what, you know, what the fuck wrong with you? Um, so I think it just depends on the person, the relationship, and what you're willing to accept, tolerate, so to speak. And if you've spoken on what you feel like the things that make you insecure are happening, ask that person a real question. Hey, can you modify your behavior in this? If they can say, if they say yes, and you believe them, you're good. If they say yes and they don't, then you should move on. If they say no, that they can't modify. You got to ask yourself, are you willing to still participate in the relationship? And if you are, then you sign up for it. To Ross Point, you pick that person. So you got to deal with it. Mm -hmm. What'd you say, John? I feel like everybody's got
2: insecurities um, of various different types. So uh, bouncing back from an insecurity or whatever the case is, um, if you really want to be with this person, I think that I might be the most classically romantic of the four of us. Meaning that once I'm in it, I'm gonna be in it for a minute and just dig in, and yeah, anything is
1: resolvable to me. So no, no woman listener, except people that know you, like your personal friends, believe what you just said. It's a fact, no
2: question. No. You two, Rasheem <laughs> and Keltrick, boy, y'all. Are the same. <laughs> me and Neil are actually the romantics around here. <laughs> it's a fact, internet
3: I'm, I'm getting <laughs> miles out of that one. You can have it, John. That's all you. I'll
2: take it. I'll take the crown. But yeah, no, I, I mean, the little insecurities, um, yeah, especially now at 44, um, we can address anything, Blasey Skippy, especially if I've given you the title and you are very important to me, yeah, we can get over anything. What's the title? The title. You the one. oh
3: you're saying if you have given a lady the title of the one we
2: can fix right and yeah if you feel so there's some insecurities i don't like how you interact with this person or whatever the case is that's not saying that i'm going to necessarily change my behavior but i am absolutely going to try to you know talk it talk about it what's what's going on what is making you insecure how do you feel and you know just generally try to get to the
1: to the problem y'all will be like okay you insecure peace i'm out Damn. I, I think I think finances dictate if you can do that, what you're talking about. If you got enough money, anybody can be, be peached. Wait, what? If you have enough money, no matter who you're dating, you can be like, all right, I'm out. Like you need to leave. Like if you if you are financially wealthy.
0: You sound like that shorty from that video.
1: I knew he was gonna say that. That's Girl. what he sounded
0: like. What video was that, Rashid? No, the, 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 the whole video with the um uh, woman who was talking about um what you say. Women use their vaginas to get men mm-hmm. because they can, and men use money, like you're talking about, wealthy, to get women. And that whole premise for me is kind of it, it, it just problematic. Not even as problematic. It just it I see how that can make sense, but that doesn't make sense in my experience. You right. see what I'm saying? Because she was trying to say that, like, the money will bring you to fly and stuff fly. You know, a regular old poor dude, average dude would pretty much just take any woman that comes his way. Like, dudes will, dudes will bone anything. And they'll take, they'll, they'll, as she said, they'll take a five. Eh. I don't know if I rock with that.
1: I don't think she was saying that they take the five and the quote-unquote five and, and wife them. I think what she was saying is dudes will, I use the phrase, I'll kick that coverage. Like there's some people when you look at them off appearances you'd be like that's a mismatched unit like she's really pretty and he's like what is why are you with this guy or vice versa why yeah i got you yeah (laughs) i mean but you see this kind of with professional athletes dennis robin is kind of a prime example that comes to mind of a guy who felt like when he was younger he was mistreated by women when he got mostly by black women when he got enough money, he was like, I'm only rocking with these type of shorties. And because of his money, it gave him access to a specific type of woman that he would kind of Um Robert Kraft was another example. You know, he's a billionaire. and His wife, either they got divorced or she died, and he got him a super young thing and just be his little hip candy. As a matter of fact, they broke up. I think he got another one now. So, Jeff Bezos is another example. You know what I mean? Like, so... You got, if you got if you got the cheese, the thought is it kind of puts you in a position where you can kind of pick what you want.
0: Yeah, you can. But the, that video old girl was talking about that like it was an absolute. Like the only way you're gonna get the dopest of the dope is if you have money, and that's why men go and get money so that they can go get dope women. Make and I was like, some men do. Some men do, but she was trying to make it absolute once again. This is more than just generalities. She's like, that's just what men do.
1: I think I think men with money, and again, none of us have money. Not the way she was talking about.
0: Yeah, not what she was talking about.
1: Not um, even remotely close to what money. Like people living with eighty million dollars, making eighty million dollars a year. You got, you know, let's just use Jeff. Not even Jeff Bezos' money. Let's use uh, who's super paid that we know, but I ain't.
2: Like this little paid. NFL player might be making a million a year. That's still pretty good money. Nah, uh, NBA player would
1: probably be somebody that's super paid, Floyd Mayweather money. he surrounds himself with a, a certain, like a certain prototype of woman, and you know I think he men. Women are accessories to some of those guys. I don't. I don't think all guys feel that way clearly, uh, but in that in that echelon. We're not close enough to kind of see what she sees so i don't know if they feel like every woman that they're with has to be an accessory they have to look a certain way they got to be this certain thing and the the way that she was presented it, the woman can't even think it's kind of like you just you just do whatever i say and i give you this little space to operate in and if you can't fit this little space then i'll shoot you the deuces i cut you a little check i give me the next shorty and hopefully she can fit this little space and we can keep it moving and that's that's a weird place to be, and that's why I told. I always tell people I never want to be famous, and never want to be rich. They get into some weird, weird shit in that in that that circle of people, and I don't. I'm good. <laughs> You're a regular stuff. Nice. I'm nice. good. I mean, I
2: took from the video like she was just saying women use sex to bring the dudes in, and that's fairly common sense. I mean, it's not for everybody everybody is not strictly oriented like that but at the same time yeah that's kind of what people is like interested in you in and on the flip side she was like men use money to attract women also common sense is it for everybody absolutely not however if you if there is no finance there is no romance nine times out of ten so it's just kind of common sense i didn't
1: really disagree with what she was saying I presented that video to some people and I got a, a mixed reaction. There was a, a group of people who was like, you know what? This video is hundred percent on point. Like, I, I, I agree with hundred percent of it. And the other people that was like, man, that's some BS. Um, one, one, one person I presented to made a really excellent point that said money and vagina are not equal. Like money gives you access for a man to everything. Vagina does not give you access to everything. Only certain things
2: depends on the quality of the
1: vagina <laughs> okay all okay, i'm gonna yeah.
0: say all i'm gonna say is i i probably until mid to late 30s i i lived in um untethered life mm. like i i i moved around um while I may have kept the job, except for that one time I was laid off by that not that not that for-profit college, um, I kept a job. wasn't making a lot of money, but I had no focus, no direction, no aim, had no purpose, mm. and it showed in my living. Like it showed, it showed in how I I, I took care of myself, what I what I was. Um, what, what was prioritized for me and, and I was a mess and during that whole time I ain't never had a problem getting a woman like fine women so to hear her say that women only want to go for dudes that got money I'd be like I didn't have no money and when they had an opportunity to go and get with dudes that had money they stuck around and rolled with me and when we broke up, it wasn't because of me not having money. It was because I needed therapy like that. I mean, that's, that was it.
1: Yeah, so I got something totally different. I, I feel like, again, it's a certain type of dude. Like if this dude had no money, he would not have any women. That's what I got from it. Most of us, actually all of us, we've been broke before. To your point, we've always been able to find a companion, a a, a, a woman to be with us. And mo- all of us have dated beautiful women. We also know people who ain't attractive. Like, we know dudes who they've they been full. They, their cup runneth over. And they have a difficult time meeting women. There are also women who have a difficult time meeting men. So I think, I think that's the, the area that she was kind of getting in. Like, the equalizer that gives you access is the money. So if you Scutter bucket or whatever John calls ugly people or unattractive people um, they they need some additional things to help them meet the kind of women that they feel are that they want to be with as opposed to who may find them like meet them at the same level so to speak because that's kind of interpreted kind of get over the hump they need that extra the money is the money is the the the, the hurdler. Money is important. I mean, certain sort of people.
3: Yeah. Certain
1: sort of people. Sort of people tell me a lot of things for some cash.
2: I am interested. Rod, you said that you felt untethered and a mess from up to, you said mid-30s. Mid-30s. Mid, mid-30s to late-30s. Up to the late-30s, something like that. But meanwhile, from the outside looking in, your life did not appear to be a mess. Um. You always had a job you were fairly stable it wasn't like you know you was going through no crazy situations or something like that i think when the woman was talking about yes she did name drop you know 80 million or you know millions of dollars or whatever the case is but i think that what she meant by money is stability like are you the type of person that's going to come into a woman's life and be able to inject some stability for lack of a better word wherein she don't have to necessarily worry about what you're doing as far as your finances go, your house is going to be paid for. You got a car, you got clothes, you can take out, you can do this, you can do that, that kind of thing. A whole lot of women run into dudes, and this is just me generalizing, and he does not have that kind of stability. So he cannot, he might be going from pillar to post. You might not have a stable house or whatever, whatever, whatever. And some women will give that man a chance, but a lot of them grow out of that. And if you don't even have that baseline fundamental you know stability you just you're not gonna it's just not gonna work period no matter how cute or fine or whatever you may be so money vagina
0: adds up yeah but but she ain't she didn't use stability not once in a while that's true you put that out there she didn't say that i see how you can make that 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 inference but she didn't she didn't say that she was talking money she was talking money and, 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 and i didn't have it yeah, it, may, it may have looked on the outside like I had everything together, but I was that duck sitting on the water that was just moving along all calm and smooth, but underneath the water, my feet was like <laughs> I was paddling. It, it, was, it was a ruckus. got to do what you got to do sometimes. It is what it is.
2: Well, that's beautiful because now I look at you, you have developed into the beautiful sedentary married ass swan and yeah. everything worked out. Yeah. How was it? Right here. Well, I mean, there you go. So, gentlemen, that's what we have. Internet, straight, no chase of the podcast, available everywhere. Subscribe, share, like, tell your friends, um, and listen to us every week. We are out uh, with a new episode Friday, normally Saturday, somewhere around in there, somewhere around in there. So... Yeah. Uh, I don't know, fellas, y'all got like a final word for the people? Anything?
0: No. I'll bring, I'll bring an old one back. Uh, reduce, reuse, recycle. So for KG. What's
2: so, up? Shout out
3: to all educators, parents, make sure your children are active and doing the homework so that we ain't doing this for nothing, mm-hmm. and uh, keep safe. I'll so, say this,
1: too. Um, Godspeed to everybody in the path of these hurricanes and this tropical storm. It's going to be a crucial thing going on in uh, Texas and Louisiana. So, nothing
2: Shigga. Well, on that note, we will be back next week. So, that's it. Straight no chase of the podcast. Like us, share, subscribe, and all that. And we're going to see you next week, Internet. Peace. <laughs>
0: Straight, no chaser.